I've put my bloody coffee over there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> bloody hell. What a palava. Morning. There's some rather jazzy music going on next door um, in our flatmate's room. So if you can hear that, lucky you. <laughs> also, Spinach <laughs> has decided that he likes bones now because we bought him one. Yeah. And so he's crunching away on that at the foot of the bed. So you know what? That, We're just bringing you real life, real atmosphere. If you can't deal with it, then please don't stop listening to this podcast because <laughs> we actually really like you and just let us know and we'll change it we'll change it for next time we promise <laughs> should we start with Lyndall and cam that's how you want to do it and i like it i respect <laughs> it i have um a grand total of two notes for the four episodes oh my god sorry i've done really badly but it's all up here baby it's all, <laughs> two it's all up there that is naughty, but I know you've been watching because you've been saying, you've been texting me going, oh my God, can you believe about this? Yeah, maybe I'll have to look through my texts for this conversation. <laughs> no, no, no. I have been paying attention. I've been watching. I just for some reason didn't take as many notes. Mm. Well, we're going to go couple by couple this week instead yes. of episode by episode. And you know, couple by couple is my favourite way <laughs> I to go. I love favorite. doing couple by couple. <laughs> so we're starting from the commitment ceremony, right? Yeah. Yeah. Commitment ceremony going through... Um, homestays. And then? And then dinner party. Chaotic the, dinner party. The final with dinner party. The final dinner party with the confession boxes or Ooh. the truth boxes. Who knows what they are? So. So. I don't have anything for Lyndall and Cam at the commitment ceremony. Skip, skip. Let's. I feel like there probably was something that happened and I can't remember what it was either and I'm sorry. Just mainly, I think, probably her being like, I'm just excited to see Cam and his... In his, um, you know, where he's comfortable, where he's happy. Yeah, he's excited to take her up the territory, but not in a fun way. <laughs> if only. <laughs> and I, when I was watching them drive up there, in I said they were in an open top car, which I don't think they were, but it just no, looked they so hot to me. That and car then, did not have aircon; they had leather seats. Yep. And, and she said, "Oh, that leather's very oh, hot. That's hot." And they've got the dog in and there. And she's from Perth, so like that. It must, I don't know. She knows heat baby mm. but northern territory must be a different Ooh. kettle of fish and he's not out buying her a little hand fan or anything like that no way <laughs> you know i would <laughs> yeah of course you would. i'll get you a little pack some of ice things. cubes yeah. a little tea towel for me yeah but no this is not happening no way this is camp we're talking about yeah um i actually have bought you a hand fan but i got it from you at ck's in st david's and so you have to turn a handle to make it work, which I didn't realise. <laughs> bit counterintuitive, spending yeah. all that energy. <laughs> yeah, turning, turning it around. <laughs> I appreciate it nonetheless. Yeah, I think it'll make a difference. Cam was shocked that Lyndall doesn't own a pair of thongs, which is quite shocking. It actually is quite surprising. Someone, but also I didn't have thongs. Well, I probably did at some point, but like... I don't want to wear thongs. They're horrible. I'm also just surprised that thongs are like the shoe of choice in the territory, which looks like there might be some bitey, bitey, snippy, snippy things in the grass. Yeah, but um, there's not. Oh, a lot, I don't, don't think there's a lot though. of grass, darling. I think it's a lot of sand and dust. Oof. Oof. Red, red dust. Red, red dust. Red, red, red <laughs> dust. Oh, horrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't realise UB40 were white. Yeah. 
that changes things that doesn't really it? changes things i saw it on instagram or something recently and i was like oh slay but like weird <laughs> okay that song is less cool now <laughs> definitely yeah um talking of less cool yeah cams bloody flatmates oh. i mean the girl's fine but what are you doing the girls with, seem very nice what are you actually? doing with your life moving in with this man whose pants must stink I'm sorry. <laughs> he's just there's nothing about him that's nice and i'm so glad that over these weeks she's kind of like oh actually what am i doing yeah when his friend was like definitely not the first girl he brought home but definitely the first relationship he's been in i was like oh lovely yeah i love how pleasant to, i love to think of all these i mean do what you want fine but like the, just the thought of him and his flatmate knowing that he's shagging some girl i don't know it just gives me the creeps yeah it's a yucky isn't and it and then like all of the girlfriends and wives in the friendship group were all like had long hair and kind of looked the same and just were like quite um shy and retiring oh yeah we love the boys we love being outside yeah and just like putting up with them all sitting around and yeah just doing what men do i mean like you know i would love to live outside permanently but that doesn't mean you know, you could do some basket weaving. <laughs> you could. No, nah, mate, you got to go and you got to kiss the bearer. You got to go up and kiss the bearer on the mouth. I really do not know. You could have a nice house, for instance, and you know, you could lay a nice picnic out on a tablecloth. You don't have to have horrible things just because, like thongs <laughs> and a big bear's head on the wall, mm. dirty cups. Uh, it's. <laughs> What? Did you really? know he had dirty cups? No, but I, I just can tell. You can tell he has dirty cups. Yeah. Dirty cups. All those fishing and a dirty rods. Cock. I mean, oh. All the fishing rods. Mm-mm. On display, I said to you, do you reckon he wanks over them? <laughs> and he must do because they are in his eyeline from his bed. <laughs> what a weird man. What a weird guy. It's just like he knows that it's quite an extreme lifestyle to ask someone to join and yet he's making no it's like completely all or nothing like you've either got to come here and live exactly like like it's not like okay I understand this is already a big leap so therefore I'm going to try and make things comfortable for you and do things your way and thought about that in the slightest yeah it's what how do you think he got on to the show do you think that they had like scouts going up to the northern territory because they wanted someone from everywhere even though they don't have anyone from south australia but like yeah i'm i'm really struggling to work out how they got him because i think he might have put himself forward and just pictured just like taylor and just been like oh yeah i'll get a wife and not think that he would actually have to just can't have emotions I or anything. I can't believe it. It's so stupid. And the way he keeps... I mean, obviously, the career thing is an excuse. It's a massive excuse. Yeah. But, like, why is he taking all this time off to go on Married at First Sight? Like, I don't get it. Yeah. If he's that obsessed with his work. Yeah. How did he think it was going to work? How did he think it was going to work? It's like Alyssa, but we'll come on to that. It's frustrating. And I felt very bad for her when they're at that party and she went off and had a little cry about him not kissing her and then he wouldn't even it's just one kiss he's just so stubborn and annoying it's just like just accept that you and just tell her i don't want to kiss you i don't think we should be together 
And then he said, like, oh, I was trying really hard at the start because I, I needed to and I was embarrassed or something. And I was like, yeah, wow, that that's was horrible. great. That's going to make was... her feel so good that yeah. you were pretending when she thought you were having a really good time. I also don't believe he was pretending. No, I don't believe that's true. I think he's gone off her. Yeah. And it's now, it's unfair to just be like, no, this is the type of person that I am. Like, I I remember that scene of them kissing in the in the sea in, on their honeymoon. And yeah. It's just like we were all like she's too done. She's they're... got too many emotions and thoughts for him, and he doesn't like it. Yeah, and it's not too many emotions for a person. It's just he is not receptive enough to it. Yeah, he's stupid, man. Yeah, and then at the dinner party in front of everyone, he suddenly says, "I'm just not really going down that route of falling, falling in love. love." But he'd also said to her before when when they were at their homestays, they were talking to each other, and he said, "I just don't think I'm the right person for you," mm. which I think was him trying to say I don't think we should be together but he was trying to do it in a nice way but she wasn't quite accepting it and it wasn't clear enough mm. and then he said that again before he said I'm which is just he's just trying to get out of it with by being a coward and then when all the girls went off mm. and we had Evelyn come back and call him a dickhead mm. um he was so weird. He was like, oh, what'd you say then? Or something, I don't know. Do you remember Yeah, yeah he, was, he was all like, oh, right then, yeah. Oh, is that right? He, it was almost like he was agreeing with her, with Evelyn. And then, because she was like, Kim, you are such a dickhead. And he was like, oh, is it? Oh, okay. And then when she walked off, he was like, don't trip on the way out. That's it. Yeah. And he was trying to like, right, show mate, off in say front it when of the she's lads. Gone. Yeah, what a loser. He can't. Oh. Um, and then he said to camera, sucks that she's upset, upset, especially when I want to have a good homestay. I was like, um, <laughs> sorry, sorry. So basically she's ruining your homestay because you're being rubbish and that's upsetting your homestay that you want to be home for. I'm like, it's for both of you. Yeah, I feel so bad for her. And yeah, but also like, thank God it's happened now. So she yeah. can just be like, see ya. Yeah, because otherwise she would have bloody moved there. And then she, I mean, she seems to still be thinking that she might be able to. And it's like, oh, please, no, you actually dear. can't. You can't. I hope she's, yeah, I hope she's got a different boyfriend by reunion. Yeah. Do you think anyone in the group could be a boyfriend? I was just thinking about that. She would, I think she wants someone just like Ollie. Ollie, yeah. Because of that, that I think that really showed things for her that she was like, oh, and then boys are nice. That moment in the car when she was talking about them on the way to the dinner party, she was talking about Tani and Ollie and she was like, they're so cute or something. And Cam was like, oh, they make me sick. And then she like looked away all sad. And then he was like, you all right? Oh, I missed that bit. Mm, oh, intense. God. Yeah, oh! it's so silly. I just don't understand why she ever liked him in the first place, but... I guess she just. I guess he, he gave, was he nice gave, to her. Yeah, yeah. He, he gave her a lot of reassurance at first, and they had affection, which she hasn't had from anyone before. I mean, it's similar to like, I mean, it's similar to a lot of them. Yeah, it's like, why did Bronte fall for Harrison? Why did um, Duncan fall for Alyssa? Mm. They were giving them a lot of positivity at first, and then they just all went a bit mad. And this was just. Like she decided because of these new medicines for her um, cystic fibrosis. She was mm-hmm. like, this is going to be the one. And so probably whoever it was, she was going to be very open to. Yeah. And then it's just. Well, if you're like shit. 27 or whatever she is and you've never been in a relationship before. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Like you said, you've decided to. You would just have to be throw yourself more into it than in a casual sense. She's so emotionally intelligent and like 
um, I don't know, for someone who hasn't had a mm. relationship. But she she's got a lovely mum who she talks about deep yeah. issues with, I think. And she doesn't realise that she deserves more mm-hmm. than this fucking slimy man who, oh my God, when he came, when he came in <laughs> to the dinner party, I knew his low rise jeans. And he like went and threw his arms about. I was like, oh my God, are you, trying to, be, are you trying to be cool? <laughs> are you trying to be cool? Oh my god, it was embarrassing. That was not if someone, good. If I saw you go into a party like that, I'd be a bit concerned. <laughs> I think you could expect it from me, to be honest. <laughs> well, shall we talk about Ollie and Tani next then? Yeah. They've had a lovely week, haven't they? <laughs> They're so sweet. I don't think you saw them at the commitment ceremony. I actually did. Oh, you did? Oh, I saw clips of it, Ollie saying that he doesn't feel good enough. Yeah. Somehow, I'm sorry guys, we've done bad watching this week and haven't, I feel like we have missed parts and I didn't take notes and I'm sorry for that. I'm sorry. I think we saw the most important bits though. We've watched it. Yeah, okay. We've watched it. You just missed it. You just missed a little bit of the commentary. Okay. Um, he said... Did he say, I don't know if I'm good enough. I don't think I'm good enough for Tani. Yes, this was after partner swap week. For some reason, that triggered him. I don't who know if was it was... Who was she put with? Hmm, who was she put with? I can't remember. I don't think they showed it much. Oh, it might have been Rupert. Oh, yeah, I think it probably was. Mm. So I think he was basically like, because they've been like really inseparable the whole time and it was the first time they were away from each other and he felt all insecure and maybe a bit jealous and like was wondering whether he's good. he was good enough. He said it like since then it's opened the floodgates of their emotions, which is oh. so sweet. And John Aiken was like, have you felt like this with other your all your other relationships he was like yeah probably like he's not good enough for anyone oh and then she said really nice things to him they are such soulmates and oh, they are. it was so lovely he went to her flat and you couldn't remember the flat i had to show you it again because i was like <laughs> how do you not remember her flat it was the most memorable thing i've ever seen it was the tiniest studio i've ever seen she had her wardrobe next to her fridge so you couldn't open the fridge it was unbelievable <laughs> um but i loved it it was so funny and ollie was just like yep yeah, we're gonna have to move someone else somewhere else um but you know doesn't matter i'll move wherever she could live anywhere That's and really wherever tiny is i'll live there and that is so they're so charming. they're just like actually in a relationship i feel like some of the other people are kind of awkward about even like are we even going out like oh, are we bored even, of this, are we yeah. even gonna try and see each other whereas they're like okay where are we gonna live we're obviously gonna live together which is because we're in so love cute. and they were just so ready to say at the commitment ceremony yep i'm falling in love yeah it was lovely i'm enjoying them a lot and he Me was too. at their like picnic date he was saying the word love a lot but he didn't say he loved her he was like i was waiting for that moment but yeah. i also am really glad i that they i feel like they may have said it to one another but maybe mm. they're just not saying it on the camera because like because they're real yeah and i think you and i if one of us did that to the other i think the other we'd be disappointed maybe that that moment that was even, the first time yeah that that moment was shared mm-hmm. in that way i don't think that's how we'd want to do that is it i agree yeah you just do it after three weeks of spending time together that's the normal way of doing it in private <laughs> whoopsie whoops speaking of love melon Layton. yeah oh, this is painful viewing really painful i love them i absolutely love them they're both thinking too much yeah they like each other i think yeah, they're just but- getting caught up in the um in the practicalities of it i think they just need to do it 
I understand they're both very high energy high functioning intense people like they both they work hard and they play hard baby and I think <laughs> they just need to like live together and be have a normal time and then they'll be fine like I really do mm. think see I don't think they can work what but I love them oh. like and I love watching it because I think it's so fascinating and and like it's so sad and and beautiful because it's like they actually I just don't think they can be together even though they like love each other I think they're just they both just nuts wind each other up too much and they're just yeah. will never stop having those arguments mm. like they have them every single day about yeah. everything but I can imagine that it would be really hard to be normal under that pressure yeah because of the way that they are individually I think Mel would argue with anyone to be honest mm. But maybe they aren't right for each other. I don't know, but I want them to be together. I know. But also that's that thing of like, if you're, you know, when people say like, oh, if you do this, then the relationship will change. And you're probably right. It doesn't. It's like when people have babies or get married to fix something and it never works. Yeah. but And it also shows their love and respect for each other that they were like willing to break up on a good note. They were almost, they almost did. Uh-oh. That's a little boy. I thought they were, ba- I thought they were breaking up. When they were having their date by the river or whatever, yes. whatever it was, they kind of just said like, maybe it won't work. And they were like hugging each other and he was crying. Oh my, and- god, oh my god, the fact that he was crying, that's massive breakthrough for yeah. them both. Yeah. Huge. It's true. And that was really sad. Yeah. But then they obviously didn't break up because then at the dinner party, she... Drop the L, drop the L bomb. Yeah, she did. And I think if they, the problem is though, they're like those kind of exes that are like, I think they'd always want to shag. Like if they mm. were friends, like, and you were going out with either one of them, you'd be like, you can't see her because yeah, you guys are actually destined to be with each other. I feel like they'll <laughs> yes, be like you're the so one, right. They the are one like that, that got away, and so they'll both always like secretly they talk live, to each other. Do they live in the same city? I think he I think lives they... in Sydney and she lives in Brisbane. And he was saying he would move to Brisbane. Gosh. So like, I'm I don't know. I'm confused by it all. I just think they should be together. But he's just he has got a bit of a way to go. I think. And yeah, she's. But also... he's like 35. Mm. He needs to come on. Get on it. It's time. She said she loved him. And I know. He couldn't even say he was falling in love with her. I know. He was like, I just can't even say that. He was just, he was analysing it so I think much. He lost it there in that at that point. Yeah. He just couldn't allow himself to lean in. I think if he told her when he was, I, I think she said it in the wrong setting. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he felt like I've got all of these witnesses. Yeah. To like me saying this and the cameras here. I can't say it back because then I'll I'll be held accountable or whatever I'm fucking says. Yeah. You know, rather than like he just couldn't lean in and feel it. Mm hmm. He did a panic. Yeah. Oh, never thought I'd end up liking them both. I know. I do. We really didn't like Mr. Money Tree and Mrs. Money Face. (laughs) (laughs) But here we are. (laughs) Um, Shall we talk about Duncan and Alyssa? Oh, Christ. Oh, God. It was all falling apart a bit this week, apart from Ollie and Tani, wasn't it? God. I know. I'm actually really happy about that over the past 
like week that everyone who's kind of meant to fall apart has been and yeah I'm thinking no one is going to go into the commitment ceremony not knowing the problems that are there, which has definitely happened before. You're so right. Um, And I think no one's going to have like a rude awakening. No one's going to get blindsided. No one is going to get blindsided. But the only person that might is Alyssa because she's mental. I swear no one ever says the word blindsided apart from on reality shows. And then they say it so much. Yeah. It's crazy. They say it so much on The Bachelor. Do they? I just feel blindsided. Oh, God. They probably say blindsided or something stupid. Also, if 30 of you are dating one man, then 29 of you are going to get blindsided. <laughs> yeah, they probably do say blindsided. I've got a pit in my stomach. That's and I'm your feeling, least favourite, isn't it? Pit I'm in feeling my blindsided. What is it actually? In the pit of my stomach. In the pit of my stomach. I'm not, I've got, I've got a, a pit. I've got a pit in my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why though. It's quite fun when words like become new things like that. Yeah, so and I that will just be that in the future, won't it? That's quite nice because it's like, it does work in a way. The, yeah. one, the one that I hate So stop is... being such a fucking snob. <laughs> what is it? Well, I've talked about it before, but generally, instead of genuinely... I, I, I generally, I'm generally a nice, bo- a nice boy. Generally, fundamentally, yeah, that's true. I just don't like it when people say fundamentally and li- <laughs> not literally, but like, what's another one? I don't know. I don't know fundamentally, <laughs> well, like does overly me. strong words. Yeah, I can't think of any. Sorry, this is that was pointless. I really, I really thought with my eyes there, didn't oh, I? Oh, that little rat sausage oh he's sleeping next to me so good i had to move from my spot on the bed to make space yeah, for him so he can have kisses he's oh, very he's special today mushrooms and sausages <laughs> <laughs> yummy oh, mushroom sausage anyway yes Alyssa and duncan oh lord okay <laughs> do you know what i'm gonna say well should i tell you what my note is before we okay. discuss this <laughs> Duncan's got a lovely clean house slash and a handsome family. (laughs) (laughs) Daisy just lifted her foot in in excitement. Okay, guys, let's cut to the chase. Duncan's sister is hot. Hot. She is hot tamale. Someone ring up Rachel Vice and tell her she's been replaced. (laughs) See ya. It's Duncan's sister time. Um, Wow. Sorry. (laughs) She is my type. (laughs) Ooh. Oh. yeah she was nice looking yes um <laughs> what are you laughing at i'm just because we're being silly <laughs> and also they seemed like they were cute friends yeah she and she was like kind of a toned down version of bronte's sister like she had his back and was like what's going on here what you know like yeah what, you know she well, was like well she was, she was so, helping him get to the root of it she was so soft with it though so yeah. it was lovely and soft <laughs> she was so soft so, and like gentle in her approach but like really firm as well at the same time <laughs> no but it was just <laughs> parents <is a> <laughs> anyway <laughs> um so our phone numbers are <laughs> if you go what's her name i don't know what's his name duncan's sister if you could just give us a ring on plus four four (laughs) (laughs) um no but what i liked was that she managed to expose Alyssa without while still being welcoming to her so she was like hi how's it going and then 
he was kind of like, well, I've just found out, you know, that I only get to see her once a month, basically. I mean, that was the definition of blindsided. It was. It wasn't it. But um, the way that she made him answer that question in front of all of her, friends. of her friends so i'm g- only gonna see you all every other every other weekend yeah and she didn't um <laughs> every other weekend and uh every other wednesday she didn't Is, even say it like that she didn't say it as a question she was she was like you know how you know i'm only free on these days so you know you're gonna have to be comfortable with that it's like <laughs> I know I can't do the voice um, It's like no he does not know how that's the case Because you haven't bloody told him I can't believe that and she thinks that that And then she was like maybe in the future In the future I uh, will be comfortable To um, see him more And it's like you can't That's Marry not someone enough And she's fucking set him up And stitched him up Because she's, him up she's been going time. on about my child is my priority and if we're gonna take away my priority and so now if he's like i want to see you a bit more she's just gonna say well i'm spending time with my child so how dare you uh, yeah my child is my priority but like he's not saying oh don't see your child he's just he all he wants is for her to say well hopefully we'll move in together and also like that's fine your child can be your number one priority but also duncan also has to be a, a priority yeah, like not like not considered and i think with children don't have to live on their own for their whole life do they no obviously you don't want to just move people into a child's house unless it's really serious but yeah. like but he's not saying i'm gonna move in it's just like you need to see each other more no, but why has he become part of the divorce if contract if i don't understand serious, uh, that would be the long-term aim is that you would live together yeah surely. yeah of course because that's bizarre and then you don't have to then you get to see each other every night. You don't have to have a specific day. You can still do yeah, every also, single thing with your child that you need to do. And also, yeah, why can't he hang out when the kid's there? The kid goes to school. Like, they could have a nice romp in the day. I don't know. Like it's weird, isn't it? Bizarre. Really weird. Really weird. And I think Duncan's sister was trying to, like, say that mm. he, she needs to think of him as well make him a priority yeah. too because like duncan was too scared to say you need to also think of me and she sussed it duncan's wonderful sister as well oh, because she was she like Duncan, you you're a bit quiet and she yeah. so she knew something was wrong and she, yeah and i like how she picked that up yeah and also she seemed very headstrong didn't she and he did look like a shell of himself i think he's he really suffering because he just had moment. to endure the mother's meeting with them all saying well so you don't you you go out with someone with a child what do you think about having a child i think it's fine well you don't know if you haven't had a child you don't know i just don't understand yeah uh, i got a text actually from jenny shout out to jenny and she texted me and said i can see why Alyssa is also single and i was like and she also said bronte is a moron which (laughs) i loved um but yeah I can also see why Alyssa's single. Mm-hmm. If you're approaching people like that, of course it's going to make them back off. I wouldn't want to date a single mother either if they were acting like you. Sorry. That doesn't look, that's not good. <laughs> why, why are you being so weird? So The weird. child is not the problem. The single motherdom is not a problem. It's your weird behaviour that's a problem. Yeah. What a freak, man. Oh my God. Such and like, she's just so fucked up from... Uh, from she's Mormonism. But then also yeah. these Australian birds that are with her are being hell as well oh where's hell the fun well. in that relationship and then i know when he when they go on their date uh where do they even go i don't even remember that oh on the boat <laughs> yeah and they go on their date on the boat yeah. and which I, I liked because she he trapped her because 
he needed to trap her because she runs away or like stops talking every time yes. they have an argument. And she still managed to. And she still managed to go in the little underneath bit. But anyway. That's a good point. He, I never really thought about how she always run, physically runs yeah, away. Like, he had to force her to be there so he could actually say how he felt. And still she wouldn't um, listen to it properly. But anyway, that's when he said, I'm just surprised that you didn't tell me until now about how often we get to see each other. Yeah. Um, and she just flipped it all on him again and acted like he'd betrayed her in the... Oh, guys, she's kind of as bad as Harrison. But less... I don't think she is. She's, oh. she's... But like, as in she's doing a lot of things that Harrison does, which is make herself the victim, mm. turn everything that she's done wrong onto him. Yeah. But obviously without the insidious. But I don't think she... She's I don't not doing think she, it on purpose. Yeah, I don't think she's doing it on purpose. I don't think she is either, but she can't, but she's not self reflective. That doesn't make it any less infuriating. Yeah. That's, it's like, she doesn't, yeah, she doesn't realise. And when she gets all like, kind of bratty about it, and it's like, can we, can we stop talking about this now? Like, can we, can we move on? Like when at the dinner she, parties. Yes, and she was like, okay, yeah, the next, next person. Parts. Yeah, like, oh, like, okay, well, why would someone spoke like that to you? I know. Do Bronte and Harrison next? Yeah. My oh my. <sighs> Bronte and Harrison. <laughs> woof. Oh Always God, yeah, because obviously the commitment ceremony. Bronte was like... Looked devastated the whole time. Yeah. And then still stayed. That was so annoying. Everyone was just like... Calm. Like, what the fuck? On. And even then Ollie didn't yeah, even Ollie say something. I love something. it that Ollie's been piping up this week. Ollie and Lindell have both been piping mm. up where usually they would be quiet. Ollie said, "He was like Harry, didn't you? When we were all out together, didn't you say you wouldn't go anywhere near Perth? And if you go, she's just going to want to put a bikini on and try and be your tour guide to show oh off." God. And, and he said, "Yes, I did yeah, say like, that. I did say those things. Yep." And, and he Bronte just, was just like, "Why did just, he keep?" saying yes that he said these things I don't know. and then he and then he oh and then he said i don't oh i don't remember saying that and then mel Schilling <laughs> was furious you can't play the amnesia card now oh and mel was finally that was saying great that was incredible he was like i genuinely don't remember saying that well i genuinely don't believe you yeah that was so <laughs> good i was like yes mel come on mel but Slay and yet him. still it's like it's like we want to like shame him and run him out of the village. <laughs> yeah. And throw rotten tomatoes at him and oh, get him to time. go. And he just never goes. He never he's goes. He's never ashamed he's, of himself. No, he isn't. And he's always still he ready to just like uh, tell someone else that they've done something wrong. Yeah. It's crazy. Like he either denies or just like quietly admits so that that's somehow he gets away with that. That's what how he and, thinks that he's owning it. Yeah. Or whatever they say. But I really... We were we were convinced she was going to leave finally, yeah, and but she'd... also she wouldn't have been able to because he still would have written stay anyway. But it it was I'm thank God thank God he went to Perth with her. Yeah, and he's just such a loser. He dresses so badly. I'm sorry. He was wearing like an all white ensemble and then like some kind of like colonial hat. I was like, what's <laughs> what's going on? Ripped jeans and a colonial he's hat. Dresses so bad. He's so boring. He's yeah. no fun. Yeah, he's obviously shit in bed. And then also like. I'm sorry, I'm skipping ahead slightly before, just over, but like the way he speaks to Bronte, it's like he's literally oh 92. God. I know. Well, he's like, I don't approve of the way that you do that. I, I've written it. I'm sorry. This is like one said, of the things I've written down. I've got it. 
I see a side of you I don't approve of and your behaviour is not becoming for someone I want to be my partner. Becoming? Becoming. That's literally, we watched Howard's End last week and that's something that they would have said then. And that was set in what year? 1905 or something? Yeah, fuck off. Oh, so thank God we got Bronte's sister in the mix. Yeah, Um, I love her. She was so good. Actually, he did get run out of town in that scene. Yeah, he did. Finally. But, yeah, he actually scurried away in shame, he did. didn't he? Yeah, for once. Oh, and that seems to have done the trick. Well, but <laughs> he was still like saying that he was being attacked. I was being attacked. Why did he think he could get away with slagging off Bronte in front of her sister? I know. What's wrong with It's you? because he is, <laughs> not to sound like my mum, but he is one step away from being a cult leader. Yeah. Because this is what they do to people is if I can get away with making this person denounce her family in front of her family, then I really have full control. Yes. Because before this scene, he he was saying um, it, oh, it raises a, a huge red flag that you're so comfortable here in your hometown <laughs> and that you're this is somewhere that you always That's want to... Yeah, this is somewhere that you always want to retreat to when oh, something right. goes so wrong. A cult leader would be like, if you're, you need to be that comfortable here. Yeah, and if you're only comfortable there, then you're not truly like. Uh, yeah, you're not with, giving yourself to the cause yes. or whatever. Oh my god, that's such so interesting. Yeah, and then I finally, you know, at the dinner party when Harrison then said, like, you were attacking me as your husband out in public in front of other people, and then, um, she's. Oh, yeah. so that's not protecting your partner. And she goes, I'd choose my family any day over you. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, go on, Bronte, I felt like finally. That was her breakthrough, finally. Yes, totally. I loved that moment. I mean, and then she was like, you make me feel crazy. And then he was like, no, you make me feel crazy. Oh my God. Man, <laughs> listen to yourself. You're, cr- you're so it's infuriating. Absolutely mad. And then when they were like, what's your favorite least favorite and favorite thing about Bronte mm-hmm. and he was like I you know I'm holding on to when Bronte was really spontaneous and now she's not and I was like yeah I noticed that completely as well of yeah. course he picked one thing that is basically made up yes that is from a time because I've, I've been noticing she's been saying a lot I'm holding on to you know I want people to know we did have a connection at the wedding I'm like did you your at, wedding and also at the wedding your wedding went awfully because you found out he had a girlfriend yeah he's obviously been spinning her this tale where they've got this special connection and they just need to work together to get it back that doesn't even exist yeah and it's an essential part of his scheme that she needs to have something that she can never reach that she's working towards that he has control over yeah. whether saying whether or not she has it her spontaneous like dazzling side it's so rude to say something that isn't just something that's present every day that's yeah. his favorite thing about yes, her yes that's so true it's horrible and also makes her more desperate to like claw it back yeah. and like impress him look i am spontaneous i am doing these things and just like i want someone to make like a i don't know what this word is it i'm gonna say like a mega cut which i don't think it was what it's called i don't mm. know what it's called on tiktok where they like cut spice something together i want i actually could sit down right now and watch bronte and harrison from the start all over again and just watch <sighs> this whole journey because it's just like unbelievable. it's wild isn't it so if someone wants to make that <laughs> send it to me um someone that i work with ricardo Ricardo, shout out to Ricardo, uh, was saying that they don't that he doesn't think Harrison should be allowed on TV, and he was worried about Aww. boys 
watching him and, and he I, needs to take, I, isn't I was he? yeah I was like oh sh- I don't think anyone would like want to be like him and he was like well I didn't think anyone would want to be like Andrew Tate and I was like yeah good point yeah like I we obviously just think everyone must hate him which most people do but I guess like he uses lang- the dangerous. language in a way that is dangerous and he also holds himself in a really strong way that does make Bronte look mad a lot of the time yeah even though she is a little bit nuts but like it actually makes her look because he can hold himself yeah and hold control i'm doing this with um quotation marks can hold control of the situation and remain calm that looks like he's the sensible person yeah you're so right That's... um in, and like the only sensible one in the room and it makes everyone else look hysterical yeah including the bit that i missed from the commitment ceremony well we haven't talked about rupert and evelyn yet but yeah. when evelyn said at the commitment ceremony can i just call out Yes. Harrison, please stop meddling in other people's relationships. And yeah. he, I can't remember what he said, but he like he cut her down and she was like almost crying like at her own conversation about her own relationship because she was just, he's just driving everyone she, mad. She shouldn't have started her feelings. commitment ceremony with that because no. that messed her up. And then he, yeah, it was so infuriating. And then we had the moment that you pointed out was just like one that I've had with an ex of mine. Oh my God. Where... Bronte said, I've never met anyone like you. Clearly furious after yeah. everyone talking about how shit he is. Yeah. And he immediately said, thank you. <laughs> I mean that in the worst way possible. He, he honestly, he honestly thought that was a compliment. I know. He's insane. That was the most unbelievable moment of it all. It was he genuinely it was just so good. I'm so glad they captured that because that shows oh, how God. awful he is. And like what my dad keeps mentioning of when he said, "Not all kings wear crowns. Some wear backwards caps." I don't even remember that happening. I just thought your dad said that as a joke. I ca- no, he Harrison said it. I can't remember when. Oh my! I think God. it was just like when he was talking about how you know he's persuaded Bronte to go to homestays or something. Like oh he, my! God. He actually thinks that he's the best person in the world. It's really Even scary. He outwardly does bad things all the time. Yeah. Oh my God. So frightening. Um, Rupert and Evelyn? Yes. Rupert and Evelyn. A bit of a funny one this week. Yeah, a the bit funny. Rupert's just not quite up to scratch. No. And I think it was sweet, the little date that he organised. And it was thoughtful. Um, but it wasn't like that good. No, it wasn't that good. And then... They have sex and he had to say, oh, I haven't even left any skiddies in your toilet. Oh, oh yeah. Come oh, on, Rupert. That was the moment that lost me. Yeah, that's like, you can't, you things like that don't just oh. fall out of your mouth. That's really bad. <laughs> that's just minging. <sighs> no, thank you. Don't say that. No. And then, because he's been going on, oh, I'm not good enough. I don't know if she likes me. Well, come on. Put some effort in then. You're here with her mother now and... All you can't sudden, even say that you want to continue this after the experiment. In like two weeks time. Yeah. Oh, if we're looking at what's happening in a two, in fortnight in a month's time, I can't do that. Just What? What are you saying? Also, I'm sorry, Days. This is really bad. But like, just lie. Yeah. Just lie. Like, now's not the time. I don't get it. Now's not the time to say this. No. Just fucking lie. Just be like, yeah, it's going really well. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then talk about it later. Bizarre. And if you don't end up together, terrible. If you do, fabulous. Oh. oh my god I, uh, why he obviously he's doesn't really stupid. want he must not really know how good he's got it otherwise yeah I agree I think that. he doesn't I, I, I don't actually know how much maybe he like fancies her but doesn't actually want to be with her I think he doesn't 
he obviously isn't try- he's not trying enough no it's a she was waste she was wasted a bit she should have been in from the start with somebody else Duncan. yeah i hope they get together they'd be that hat. would have been great but there wasn't really they didn't seem flirty no because i think they because they're respectful of their partners yeah. i think they're really respectful of their partners which is a healthy place to be and i think she needs someone older who knows themselves yeah. and can give her what she wants that would be great um but i have a feeling they both like fair looking people because it's the opposite of them but i think that they will be i think they'll be like oh actually we have a connection and they'll be surprised you're gonna write the fanfic (laughs) yes (laughs) it's gonna be an audio fanfic (laughs) all about duncan's sister and evelyn (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah um we I can't remember if we mentioned this last time, another fantasy, not sexual fantasy, but you know, <laughs> dream cute would if they got together couple, um, Josh and Sandy. Josh and Sandy. Yeah, did we I don't know if we said this. I don't on the podcast, know if we said if we this. Didn't like, yeah. They should get together. Why aren't they together? They should get together. I do think yeah, the experts were misled and I can see why they partnered. I don't think they maliciously put Dan and Sandy together. No. Um, but Sandy and Josh would be so good together. They'd be lovely. But I don't think Sandy's going to give this a go again. I think she's going to end up doing an arranged marriage. Yeah. If that's an option for her with her family. Probably. Yeah. I reckon that they she won't do it again. She won't go Poor out with a white thing. boy. She'll like go with someone from her culture. Mm. Um, because she knows that they'll respect her, which is honestly fair, fair enough, enough, babes. Fair blood enough. I can't wait I can't wait for this to be done so that I can find out what's happening with everyone. I'm so excited. I'm really excited for the reunion because it's going to, like, it's been so much time since it's finished. So we're going to find out so and much stuff. We've honestly been amazing. Like, we've, we've barely been free, babe. We've been pretty spoiler free. My TikTok algorithm doesn't even know I watch maths. It cares somehow. for you, baby. It does. It, it does care for me. Everyone else, see, <laughs> everyone everyone else doesn't even watch maths. Yeah, and then they get all the TikTok yeah, things. Yeah, I don't want that. I'm on TikTok loads, guys. I don't even get anything. Not a sniff, not a sausage. <laughs> Can't wait. So, final vows next week. Yeah, I think we're going to get two big episodes out. So we'll probably do the final final vows episode as one and then yeah. a reunion episode as one. Does that mm-hmm. sound good to you? Sounds bloody good, baby. <sighs> Guys, we're loving this. We're loving the shit. Oh. And then, yeah. Uh, what were you going to say? Talk about our plans for afterwards. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was going to do as well. Yeah. Because, you know, we, we like making this podcast. Yeah. I don't know if we should do uk maths it's not as good yeah guys we're we're, i'm i'm actually quite firmly not wanting to do the uk maths but we want to do something else and we want ideas and suggestions yeah like should it be another dating show should it be just general chit chat should it be just things we've seen and we're interested in there's this like new queer dating Mm. show that looks quite fun what's it um, called do you know uh oh it's um it's the ultimatum but it's all is it called gay, the ultimatum? Non-binary and with women and non-binary people. Yeah, yeah. it's called the ultimatum. Okay. They had one series on Netflix already with the straights. Yeah, and it's kind of <gasps> oh yeah, yeah, I remember this. It's they weird have to get oh they they go in to, they go they're in, already in a relationship. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, it's okay. kind of horrible because they're like we're either going to break up or we're going to get married, and then they has all it go happened in. Or, has it started already? I don't think so. Okay, so that's an option. Yeah or whatever else yeah let us know oh also we're both really excited about and just like that starting oh my god that would be quite a fun thing which to talk about. yeah i mean because 
anyone who remembers Shay Diaz from, <laughs> from last season, like we are, I'm ready to go in. Oh, I loved it. It's so fun. I didn't even watch terrible. Sex and the City properly. Like mm. I watched some of it, um, but I loved it just like that. It was so shit. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> so just send us your requests, you know, yeah. and we'll just do some special episodes and we want to keep chatting. So we do. But yeah, before that, we've got Final Vows and Reunion. Yeah. Have a lovely bank holly bobs, everyone. Yeah. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.